Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, where you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting over here in this chair at this table. There's things on this table. Over there is a desk. On that desk is a computer. That computer is running the show. At the controls of that computer is the producer of this program. We call her the Duchess of the Dorks. Her name is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley. That was uh, thorough. That was uh, Eric Nadell describing the Rangers uniforms mm. type of intro, which is pretty commendable. It's my favorite thing. It Eric, is Eric Nadell describing the uniforms with the red Along, pipe, with yeah, the piping with, and the yeah, the piping and everything uh, like so that. Mm, that's very, very uh, so yeah. There you go. I guess that was kind of a compliment for you to start that off our nice Friday. Couple. Wow, that's a that's a a very kind uh, compliment. <laughs> Today is Friday, May fourteenth, twenty twenty one. One hundred ninety five days until Thanksgiving. Episode 1,166, 1,166, the number of hits for Rusty Greer in his illustrious Texas mm, Rangers career. There's that is a, name. a Rangers Hall of Famer. Yeah. On today's show, friends, Pickle and uh, what's her face? Megan. Megan. No, Matt Lowry. <laughs> Mal, uh, we're out at uh, the Plano 7-on-7 state qualifying tournament last weekend. Uh, caught up with a number of celebrities, including... Colleyville Heritage head coach Kirk Martin and Rockwall coach or Rockwall quarterback rather Braden Locke. <laughs> we did catch up with Rockwall coach. Kind of, kind of a coach on the field. Yeah, kind of a exactly. Coach Braden Locke. Uh, we'll hear from both of them in the back half of the show. It's helpful Honda Mailback Friday. If you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, uh, anything you've got, let them know, let us know in the Facebook comments or on the text line nine seven two five three two six 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 five nine seven two five damn okay nine seven two five three two monk. You can text us there. I've also got a challenge for Pickle in Mailbag Friday. Oh, Jesus. So we'll get to that coming up here at the no. back half of the show. <laughs> do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Tony Blaylock, Rob Hadaway, Miss Terry Adams, and Ryan Smiga. Welcome in, fellas and lady fella. Welcome in, friends. Okie dokie. You and Mallory went out to Plano last weekend for the state qualifying tournament for 7-on-7. Seven seven. Fact. 
caught up with a number of people. One of them, the head coach, I guess he will be the second-year head coach. Yes. Of the Colleyville Heritage Panthers, Coach Kirk Martin. Here is Pickle's conversation with Colleyville Heritage Coach Kirk Martin here on Texas Football Today. Ashley Pickle, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here with Kirk Martin, the head coach of the of Colleyville Heritage. Coach, you walk out one and done, you're heading to state. How, how pleased are you with the way your guys that's, played? That's the way you want to do it, you know. <laughs> now then, you know, the rest of the tournaments we can, you know, play some other kids and, and get everybody involved. Really proud of our kids, how hard they played today. And we had some injuries, had some guys had to go both ways and that kind of stuff. But really, just a good day, man. It was fun. No, nobody... Had a broken nose, but other than that, no real injury. So well, good. good. We can we can handle a broken oh, yeah. nose, oh, yeah. but obviously, so you're hired at right before COVID hits. Mm-hmm. Then just a, a crazy season to be out here in May with your guys at seven on seven. How nice is it to be normal almost again? Man, it's so awesome, and that's what all of us want is some sense of normalcy. And the kids have have really uh, bought into what we're selling, and and they're. Uh, they're competing really well, but today was great. You know, I love seven on seven. Our kids, you know, enjoy it and get after it. You know, it's not tackle football, so you have to kind of keep it in perspective, but you get to come out here and compete, you know, and be around other humans, you know, so that, that's kind of cool. So, uh, yeah, we, we had a good day, and, and it was a lot of fun. I'm always curious. When you're out here and you're watching these guys, do you take stuff from this and pinpoint, oh, we should work on that in, in fall camp or in spring camp, or is it more just about getting those kids the reps and being together? Well, you know, it, it's it's a lot of those things. The thing I I think it it gives you the best of is, you know, we're going to run our offense. Well, our quarterbacks are going to call it, you know. And so I've, I'm working two quarterbacks. They're rot- rotating every series. Our safety is going to call the defense, you know. So you're having some guys have to grow up. You're having some guys have to become leaders. And those are the things I think are, are invaluable that you really just can't teach. You know, we can tell them to be leaders in the weight room and be leaders, you know, at practice. But all – but this is a, a competitive setting versus another team, you know, and, and so it's fun to watch that and, and watch those kids grow uh, in that way. But uh, certainly there are things that I see that we need to fix and we need to talk about and tweak some things here and there and, and get better at our fundamentals. But, uh, you know, that's, you know, it's the first one. And, and heck, to, to go undefeated and, and, and qualify already is, is a good day. Absolutely. And then, you're used to being on the sideline. Now you're sitting back here in the end zone. You got a wild bunch over there. How hard is it not to be able to sit there and really coach you these know, guys, man? It's it's real hard, you know, and and um, because you know that's who you are, you know, that you want you want to fix it immediately, and and you know we're gonna fuss at them whenever whenever you know there's chirping going on and and you know tell them to shut up and play and all that kind of stuff. That's gonna happen, um, but yeah, man, it would be be something if if <laughs> if we could really coach so but i mean it, it's great that we don't because it forces those kids to coach each other and, and grow leaders so well i can tell you it's fun to watch over here on the sideline <laughs> but coach one more question for you obviously we've we've seen your dctf questionnaire that you sit in we know what to expect from the panthers but for for the fans at home what's your squad going to look like in 2021 well you know we, we were good last year we we you know made history at our school the first ever undefeated regular season and you know we bowed out in the third round by three points to to a really talented summit team that you know had didn't run on the ropes until didn't run blocked a punt and then and then the wheels fell off for them but but i can tell you this our, our kids are going to compete and give you everything they got you know and and uh you know they're they're a disciplined bunch but 
you know, we've got a little talent too, you know, and, and I'm excited about our kids and what what, what they're doing. And, and I think our, our offense fits who we've got. And uh, I know our defense does. They've been running it, you know, for a long time. With I, I got to inherit a really great defensive staff, and, and those guys have been amazing, you know, uh, with these kids. And, and so I think you can expect another, you know, fast-paced offense and a, and a really stingy defense that they really get after it, you know. And we, we've got some playmakers. I mean, Hogan Wasson, you know, is, is one of the best, you know, unkept secrets in the country. I mean, he's he's really special. You know, he's been starting since a freshman year. Heck, Shabay, um, Isaac Shabay has been starting since he was a freshman, you know. Um, Mason Murdoch can really stretch the field. He can really run. You know, Leon Covington competed in the in the triple jump yesterday at State, so he's explosive. You know, defensively, you know, you've got Dylan McKinney that's you know got every offer in the country, and uh, you know you got some. Our linebacking core is is really really good. Chris Knight, you know, I, I think he's a big time you know Power Five football player that nobody really knows about. So, um, you know, there's a bunch of guys, and you know. Um, Caden Richardson at defensive end is going to be special again this year. Um, you know, I know I'm forgetting some guys, but but I think we'll have another good football team and we'll be very competitive and, and hopefully we can, we can go even farther than we did last year. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. We'll see you down in College Station in June. Thanks a bunch. Maybe it'll be warm, huh? No kidding. <laughs> there he is, Kirk Martin. You know who loves him? Besides me, I love Kirk Coach Martin. Yes. You know who really loves him? Uh, this feels like a step thing. Rick Renner. Oh, yeah. There's so many things he loves about him. <laughs> One, Coach Martin's a great guy. Oh, he absolutely is. So it's, it's is. just, it's, it's, you know, that's an easy thing. Two, he coached at You the Manville. Oh, and basically, yep. and basically Rick, <laughs> or like basically Coach never said, like, please stop saying that. So it was like, oh, you know, tacit, like, endorsement. It, yep. <laughs> Thirdly, okay. you know where he was before he went to, where he went from Manville and before Colleyville Heritage. I did not. He was at Manville for 18 years. I knew he that. He was at Manville a long time. Then he went one place, and now he's at Colleyville Heritage. You know where he was? He was out of the state. He was on the staff at Syracuse. Oh, Lord. Which is mercy. where? Rico played basketball. Well, he didn't play basketball. He played, like, rec ball. ball. But he, <laughs> yeah, but he's huge. Yeah, that's where that's where Renner was. And it's like, that's where Renner went. And so, yeah, it's It's, it's, it's a, a long thing. Anyway, he loves Kirk Martin. <laughs> I'll put Coach on the spot real fast after we got done with the interview and stuff. I we were pack, Mallory and I were packing up all the stuff. I looked down and I see car keys sitting on the turf. And oh, I was no. like, uh-oh. And I looked back and here comes Coach Martin over okay. the bridge. And he goes, well, I wasn't going to get very far without those. Okay, at least, <laughs> at least he caught it and you didn't have to like, chase him down. Yeah, no, I mean, I picked him up and was like, this has got to be his. Yeah. And so I held him up and he goes... Wasn't going to get very far. <laughs> Appreciate Kirk Martin from Colville Heritage uh, hopping on with you. Uh, another guy you caught up with uh, is the quarterback for the uh, for Rockwell, the Yellow, Rockwell Jackets. Yellow Jackets and recent uh, Mississippi State commit. Yeah, I they know, were leech. I know this because I got a call the other day mm-hmm. from somebody with USA Today who's writing an article about like Mike Leach's reach in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I, and I was like, Braden Locke's perfect example of like, you know, he still has some pull around oh, here. Yeah. And and obviously people, you know, people want to go play for him. Braden, they're getting quite a quarterback in Rockwell quarterback, Braden Locke. Here's our conversation with Braden Locke from Rockwell here on Texas Football Today. Ashley Pickle, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com joined with QB1, the Rockwell Yellow Jackets, Braden Locke heading into your senior year. First off, 
obviously, man, just a wild year last year. To be out here in May on a football field, how exciting is that? Oh, it's, it's such a blessing just to be out here with, with all these new faces on our team and just, you know, getting a chance to bond with them. Uh, you know, it's something that I felt like we kind of took for granted and definitely got stripped away from us last year. So uh, we're all just really thankful and really excited to be out here and get going again. It's a, it's a fun time of year. If you had to look back and just pinpoint probably what the largest struggles were, just going through a COVID year like that as a, as a student, the online working aspect, the football field, what was what would you say was the biggest struggle out of the COVID year as a whole? Um, I would just say like overall kind of just adapting, you know, like you, you're just, your schedule is changing, you know, being at home so much, um, you're co constantly having to worry about so many precautions that, you know, nobody thought about before. And so I would just say kind of the the, ad the adapting that we had to do and uh, kind of the, the changes that we had to make to just our everyday lives as a football player. So that was probably the most difficult part. When you look forward to the season that you have upcoming, obviously your senior year, you want to go out on top. What what portions of your team do you think are going to be the, the what you're hanging your hat on, the big strength of the team? Yeah, I mean, I think we have talent all over. Um, we've got a really talented junior class coming up, um, and, and you probably saw a lot of those guys out here today. That you know, they can fly around at receiver. Um, we got a, we got a good group of O linemen. Uh, they work well together, and uh, it's been a really good start to spring. Um, obviously, got some really good skill guys. So I think we're gonna have talent all over the, all over the field. Uh, for me. Uh, personally, my goal is just to, to kind of unite these guys. You know, it's it's one of those things like we're all just now starting to play together, and just finding a way to mesh it all together and, and make it make it great. So, um, should be a good year. You know, we, I think you know, like I said, we have talent uh, all over the place, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna find a way to make it work for sure. And then out here, obviously, we're we're doing some seven on seven. Beautiful day out. Um, what how how is today gone? What do you like that you're seeing from your guys? Yeah, I thought we came out uh, we came out strong. First two games got two good wins, uh, one by multiple scores. Um, you know, this year it was kind of interesting because they they shortened the games a little bit. So it's just one of those things where like every possession is so important. And, and in that last game, you know, lost by one score. You know, I think we only got the ball four times, maybe five times. Um, and so it's just it's just one of those things where, you know, you don't score and they score, you're, you're in a tough situation. So. Uh, but we, we, we competed really well. Um, I feel like in seven on seven, sometimes teams come out here and, you know, they don't really get good at stuff that they're going to do on Friday nights. And I think we definitely did that today. You know, we got better as a team. We bonded as a team uh, and, we, and we competed really well. So it was a successful day. You know, not the result we wanted, but uh, pretty proud of our guys. Braden, always appreciate the time. Best of luck next year. Appreciate it. There is Braden Locke, the quarterback for those Rockwell Yellow Jackets, Mississippi State commit, uh, joining us from the Plano seven on seven state qualifying tournament. Uh, you guys had a good time. We did. And yeah. You guys aren't. You guys are going out next week. Yes, Greg Powers will be out at the Arlington one. So mm -hmm. I've heard. Uh, Saturday and then the following Saturday, Mallory and I will be joined by our great white, our friend from the great right north, mm -hmm. as he makes his appearance back in Texas yeah, for so the Sepulchre Grapevine back. one. Yeah. So, uh, as we mentioned earlier this year, earlier this week. Um, this past weekend was the first weekend, but there were only like two state qualifying tournaments because mm -hmm. of uh, state track yeah. going on. There are like seven this week. Yeah, so it's like it. We hit the gas big time. Like it starts. It's got you know what it's like. It's kind of like Hall of Fame weekend in the NFL, where it's like, oh, like there's a there's a preseason game, stuff like that, and it's like yo, you're so excited that there's football back that you watch it, even though you realize like oh, there's just not much going on. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, this is next. This week is like it gets going. Yeah, like we, we are, are full we are throttle, run, running and gunning. So we appreciate Braden Locke, the Rockwall quarterback, for being our guest. We're Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Look us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com/slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. You know what we need to do? What we need to buy a dumb domain name and link it to textfool.com slash subscribe so we can be like uh if you go to greg tepper's a fool.com like then uh <laughs> then you can subscribe to dave camel's text football you know what i mean i something, like that something idea something like that <laughs> we gotta come up with a better Big fan we gotta come up with a better url than that no oh, i thought that was great but to each their own pickle it's Friday, and that means it's Mailbag Friday, brought to you by our friends at the North Texas Honda Dealers. The North Texas Honda Dealers want to help you score a great deal on some great award-winning Honda. Stop by your local North Texas Honda Dealers or visit ntxhonda.com. Oh, ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. ntxhondadealers.com, our friends. Good cars. It's the helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. If you got questions, high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, Hawaiian shirts, anything like that, um, get to us on the comments on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Or we got some. You can text us at 972-532-6665. But first, Pickle, before we get to your questions. Oh, goodness. We have a lot of questions, though. I know we do, and we'll get to them. I just don't want to hear what you have to say next. <laughs> I'm concerned. But here's the thing. You know, we've started this new marketing push here at TexasFootball.com uh-huh. about become a Dave Campbell's Texas football, become a certified Texan. Yes. Right? Become a certified Texan. I am a certified Texan. You're a certified Texan. Where were you born? Lano, Texas. You were born in Lano, Texas. I was born in Dallas. You know okay. what I mean? Okay, yeah. That- born in Dallas. We lived in DeSoto. Uh, but but well, I was born at Baylor Hospital in Dallas. There you go. Okay. I was born at Lano Hospital in Lano. In Lano. That, 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 that tracks. <laughs> so you're a Texan. You're, yes. a, you're a blue, you're a red-blooded, God-fearing, to-the-core Texan, right? Yes. Let's prove it. Okay. I've got here. Oh, Lord. How Texan are you? Oof. Okay. A quiz. Oh, no. About things in Texas. Okay. Don't put me on the spot. Twelve questions. Don't swear. I said shoot. Okay. <laughs> 12 questions. Are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Oof. These are multiple choice, so I can give you the choice. Okay. okay? It's multiple okay. choice. Okay. That, when it out, go see. What famous Texas actor played oh, Will Smith's partner in the Men in Black movie series? Lord have mercy. A, Matthew McConaughey. B, Tommy Lee Jones. C, Ethan Hawke. D, Woody Harrelson. B. Tommy Lee Jones is correct. Let's go. Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> played the, uh, the, so one for one. Good job. Next. What is the former name of Austin? Is it Alamo, Waterloo, Guadalupe, or Red River? What is the former name of Guadalupe. Austin? Incorrect. It's Waterloo. Really? Waterloo All right. Was the name of the, it was the capital of Texas. Okay. All right. All right. Next up. Who said the famous quote, you may all go to hell and I will go to Texas? <laughs> William B. Travis, Stephen F. Austin, Davy Crockett, Sam Houston. Davy Crockett? Is that wrong? I feel like that's wrong. That's correct. Okay, good, good, good. I was like, oh, that, that came out of my mouth before I even had time to think about it. <laughs> good. All right. Number four. What Texas company 
sponsored the first ever taping of Austin City Limits. Mm, ACL. Okay. H-E-B, Lone Star, uh, uh, Lone Star Beer. Beer, yeah. Whataburger or Bucky's. What Texas company sponsored the first ever taping of Austin City Limits? That feels like you got to go with H-E-B. But Lone Star to me makes more sense. It was Lone Star. Lone Star, okay. It was Lone Star. I was like, AGB just seems like the right answer because they sponsor like everything yeah. Texan. But Lone Star makes more sense with them being probably like a presenting sponsor. Here's one for wise. you. This is right there. How many miles long is the San Antonio River Walk? Oh. Two, four, ten, or fifteen? How many miles long is the San Antonio River Walk? Four. Fifteen. Really? Fifteen miles long. See, I felt like that just was an overshot. Fifteen. All right. Woo. What does the Lone Star symbolize? A, the North Star. B, Lone Star Beer. <laughs> C, the Dallas Cowboys. Or D, Texas's previous status as an independent republic. Going to go with D on that one. <laughs> that is correct. Good job. There you go. You got one. There you go. Good, good. Ooh, hold on. Where'd it go? Oh, no, 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 no. Go. Okay, hold on. I got to get the, the, the for some reason reset. <laughs> okay. All right. What is the name of the tallest cowboy in the world who towers above the Texas State Big Tex. That is correct. <laughs> well done. All right. Who is known as the father of Texas? Davy Crockett, Stephen F. Austin, Greg Popovich, or Willie Nelson? Greg Popovich is the answer. If it doesn't okay, say Greg Popovich, it's wrong. Okay, it's wrong. It's Stephen <laughs> F. Austin. It is that the quiz is wrong. Go Spurs, go. How many miles is it from El Paso to Orange, the easternmost town on I-10? Can I Six, can I throw something out there before you say it? Sure. Is it 836? Well, there one of the one of the answers is 854. Okay, Can, tell what, me the answers now. 645, 854, 965, 1836. I think it's 854. That's correct. Let's go. Well done. Okay, I, okay, I, I knew I was close. <laughs> Question ten: To what town is George Strait, the king of country, trying to make it by morning? Amarillo by morning. That is correct. <laughs> what fictional Texas town? Was the setting for the long-running show King of the Hill? Oh, no. Is it Fort Austin, Hallis, Arlen, or Sam Houston? Oh, it's just going to kick my butt for not knowing this. Hallis, was that an answer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's Hallis. I'll tell you it's wrong. It's Arlen. Arlen, okay. Arlen. I knew you and Ish would be upset with me for that one. Finally, last question. Oh, I think it's the last question. No, I don't know. What is the only natural lake found in Texas? All others are man-made. Is it Lake Texoma, Caddo Lake, Louisville Lake, or Lake Buchanan? Lake Buchanan. No, it's Caddo Lake. Lies. Caddo Lake is the only natural lake in Texas. So your score, i got to make sure we get this right. It's 6 out of 12. But one of those. I'm willing to go to. But one I'm of willing those, to fight for Buchanan. But one of those was the Greg Popovich answer. Yes, which I so. know was correct. I got seven. All right. Okay. So there you go. There's your Texan quiz. I'm willing to fight about that Lake Buchanan one, but okay. okay. Well, let's see. Hold on, Lake Buchanan. They used Lake Buchanan to fill up Lake LBJ. Um, Lake Buchanan was formed by the construction of Buchanan Dam. 
mm-hmm. provide a water supply. Okay. So it is. Uh, I guess I'm thinking it is naturally filled though. Like they don't fill that lake. Is well, yeah, they didn't after. That's fine. All right. Fine. Um, that was fun. Yes. So there you go. There's your Texan quiz for this week. What kind of questions do we have in the comments? What kind of questions? Let's see. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? So you don't do sweets. So this is a question for me only, unless you have one. I do on a summer day like a popsicle, like the ones that they come in the giant pack mm-hmm. and you put them all in the freezer, just the long skinny, oh. like the colorful, like the ice ones, oh, the not like ice. the ice cream. Yeah. Flavor ice. I do like those. Okay. The yellow ones are always my favorite. Sometimes they're pineapple. Know. Sometimes they're like banana. It depends on which pack you get, but I do like those. Um, I also love snow cones. I'm a, I'm a Rocky Road guy. Okay. I like I like a lot of I like a lot of bits going on in my own. <laughs> um, Who would have thought? <laughs> and so yeah, I, I I've always liked Rocky Road, and uh, that's 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 what I'm gonna, that's gonna lock that in as my final answer. What's next? Um, let's go with what's your favorite or what's your go-to beer? My go-to beer. Yeah, it's a favorite beer or go-to. Yeah, so I they're, mean that's that's a thing. <laughs> um, I would say that 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 really at present my go-to beer is, uh, it's, it's tough to recommend because it's like you got to really like it and it's also like a healthy i like the uh community beer mosaic ipa which has been mm-hmm. what my kind of my go-to i've like i really enjoy that but it's it's hard to recommend that's not that's it's very local I don't, too it's very local i don't want to Ooh, that is not a beer you can have more than like one, one yeah of maybe two but like it's not that's not like a throwback a bunch of beers type right of um i also like the deep lm ipa which is good mm-hmm. i've also as much as i hate the can the um, Carbach Crawford Bach Ooh, yeah. is excellent. Yeah, with really the Astros print yeah, on I it. I hate the can. I want to punt the can into the sun, but it's an excellent, excellent beer. You would be proud of me. I have I have trained myself to uh, enjoy IPAs more oh, now. Yeah, I would say my go to my go to just for a, a regular go to beer is a Shiner. Like sure, if that's, if that's easy. That's super easy. That's, that's a like go-to. saying I like Miller Light. Right. Or, you know. Yeah. Like, yes. But. Sure. Um, one that would be to on be the fair. same. To be fair, let me be clear. Shiner's better than Miller Lite. But yeah. <laughs> to to be on the same of you can't have multiple of them. A Revolver Blood and Honey. Yep. Is is a great one. I go about two max there, and then I need mm-hmm. to be done with those. Um, or the the El Chincon, oh, which yeah. is really good. It has the the massive pop top though. Like the whole top comes off of the can. My brother showed me this beer. Um. That he was su- that he's super into, is from it's from Rar Brewery, and yes. it is um it's uh Palato de, Man- de Mango, it is mango chili beer with lime, Ooh. and so it's like spicy. Yeah, I was like, this is weird, and I kind of love it. It's uh it's very it's very distinct. Uh, that's that's one that I, I tried. Do you like the like the the uh. The micheladas, like the no, I do not. You don't like that. I don't. Want so do you like Bloody Marys? Okay. I, I'll drink Go one. Go either way. I'll drink one. Here's the thing. I don't. I don't. If if we're going to like brunch, mm-hmm. um, I don't do mimosas because champagne it's wreaks havoc on me. The death of me. <laughs> um, but then I also don't love like. Uh, I think I'd just rather have a beer with eggs. <laughs> I'm making a graphic. That's quote of the day. I'd rather just have a beer with eggs. <laughs> Greg Tepper. Uh, I am who I am. That's fair. What's next? That's totally fair. 
Um, what is a super obscure reference that you use often? I like that. Boy, super obscure. I mean, it's it's obviously going to be something like from The Simpsons. Simpsons, yeah. Um. Oh man. I love the my favorite my favorite one that you use often I would say is like you got the dud and I wouldn't say yeah, that's super obscure that's the thing is like a lot of the Simpsons things have become like so popular, popular. and so famous that like there's hardly one um you know like I say everything's I, th- I say everything's coming up Millhouse a lot <laughs> like you know my ankles are soaked my cuffs are bone dry um <laughs> <laughs> uh I use uh and this is a fairly common one I guess but a blind squirrel finds a nut every now sure, and then is, sure, sure. is a I, I, yeah, I, would I, would, use a lot. I would. I would say, yeah. Um, that would probably be the, the. Yeah, I would probably say everything's coming up Millhouse. I don't know if that's obscure enough, but I do. I do say that. You like, have a to lot. know. Yeah. What it is to understand the reference, or else you're just going, okay, what is this guy? You know saying? what I say a lot, and this is a little bit more obscure. There's a there's a episode of The Simpsons. It's not great, but it's an okay episode mm-hmm. uh, where Homer gets pretty fit. Um. And he goes to a gym, and he goes, uh, like I, like he sees he's walking around late at night, and he sees like something like a twenty-four hour gym. He goes, a gym? What's a gym? <laughs> and then like uh, he walks in, he goes, oh, a gym. <laughs> I say, oh, a gym, a lot. Like whenever I like something clicks with me, I go, oh, oh a gym. Okay, yeah, that would that would qualify that's, as obscure. That's obscure enough. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. All right, what's next? Um. What is your go-to meal after a super hot day of covering seven on seven? Mm. I so that's s- the thing, is that is that when you're covering seven on seven, you're out there in the heat all day, mm-hmm. and so you don't necessarily want something super heavy, even if you're hungry. So you can say a fat salad would you don't, slap. You don't. All right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you don't win friends with salad. Is another reference. Yep. Um, the. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I have a go-to. A lot of it is just like, you know what? Like, I'll just do like pizza and eat a little bit because you can control. You have really good control over how much you eat yeah. with pizza because a lot of it is just like, I just want to get some sustenance in my body and then I want to take a shower and pass out. Yeah. Um, I would say pizza. I can say after 7 on 7, Mallory and I ran to uh, Legacy Hall because we couldn't mm. really decide on what we wanted to eat. So we're like, well, we'll go and just see what pops out. I had their little chicken tender bite things at the little place that's in there. So good. So that's what I did after seven on seven. Um, yeah. Because it was filling, but good. it wasn't super heavy. It wasn't like right. a greasy burger. All right. Do we have an ender? Um, yeah, here we go. Aaron Flynn. What was one thing you learned about journalism that you weren't taught in college, but were taught from experience? Mm. That's pretty good. Um, I would say that the. Th- hmm. That's a good I one. think I have mine. Okay. Treating coaches and players like normal people. Yeah. Get you a lot farther than trying to be incredibly, and there are times to be incredibly professional. I'm not saying that in yeah. a press conference you should up go up and, hey, bro, how's it? You know, like it that type of conversations. thing. But if you take a deep breath and relax, 
in your interviews instead of sitting like this and being like all crazy tight, you get way better answers. That's something that I feel like comes with experience. You got to keep I would professionalism. Say, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. That the, 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 the piece of advice that I give to all aspiring journalists is don't. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about but the, right. <laughs> but if they're insistent on doing it, uh, then, the, uh, then the advice that I would say is get pretty good at everything. Yes. Um, and don't don't view something as not your department. Mm-hmm. Just learn to do it. What I mean by that is I didn't go... To, I have a newspaper degree, mm-hmm. okay? And yet, here I am talking to a microphone, yep. right? And mine was the opposite way. I have a microphone degree, and here I am helping write yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're writing stuff. And right? I never and thought that pages, I would do that. Right? Yeah. You're editing pages. Like, I've, I write articles with y'all. <laughs> uh, if, you're, if you're a video person, get good at writing. Yep. And, 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 learn, and if you're a writing person, learn how to work a camera and learn to speak... In, in just a, you know. If you're in front of the camera, learn how to do the behind the scenes right. stuff. And, and it increases versa. your on-camera presence so vice, much. Vice versa. Just understand that. Um, learn learn to code. Mm-hmm. Learn very basic web. I'm, I'm not saying you need to go in there and learn Python. But what I'm saying is be able to know how hyperlinks work mm-hmm. and things like that um you know i think Pete, i think one thing and, and i've gotten in trouble for saying this in the past i think there are there's a generation of and this is going to sound very old man old man yells at cloud there's a generation of people or at least a subset of generation of people who think that just being good at social media is enough yep it is not Mm-mm. it is a tool in your toolbox and you should be good at it mm-hmm but that's not enough like as far as make it like yes utilize that utilize those those means but um and be good at that mm-hmm. but that should be a tool in your toolbox it should not be the only club in your bag mm-hmm. to mix metaphors it shouldn't be the only club in your bag no. you've got to be able to do a little bit of everything and if you can do a little bit of everything you're a lot more marketable mm-hmm. um that's my take that's the advice that i give people is just, yeah. is is Learn to write, learn to code, learn to work a camera, learn how microphones work. It's literally multimedia yes. at this point. You can't just be newspaper well, guy. Just, you can't yeah. just be on air girl. And, like and, it doesn't work. Like I have a I have a degree in new from a, a, a I think a pretty prestigious oh, journalism yeah. school in newspaper journalism. Tell me how many newspapers I'm working for these days. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes, I have, like like I have, like my background, but my background. It like informed what I do now mm-hmm. and now I'm able to do all these other things that a varying degree. So like start a podcast and start a blog, even if nobody reads it and nobody listens mm-hmm. to it. Um, that's just, that's the advice that I would give. Yeah. I, I don't completely... know if that answers the question. But... No, I think I completely agree with that. Uh, real fast to got to give a shout out, just a quick shout out that I don't remember. I can't, I'm not going to find it, but someone said an obscure reference that both of us use snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, 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 snip. <laughs> That's a perfect one for you the know, two of us. You know what six vasectomies do? <laughs> it takes a toll on you. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Braden Lock of Rockwall and Kirk Martin of Colleyville Heritage for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young. Please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday. Maybe? Probably. Monday on Texas Football <laughs> today. 